Welcome back to Hour 3 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. <laughs> I'm still here. Stella. So, want to remind you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. From there, you can listen to replays of all of our previous shows. You can check out the Becca's monologues. You can check out the resources I have on there. And if you're watching us live on Friday morning, thank you for watching. You can catch us every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noonish on Freedom, or uh, let's see, on Facebook, Rumble, and Twitter. And the easiest way to get there is go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. That's my favorite platform. And if you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio, thank you for listening. We're on here every Saturday afternoon, 1 to 4 p.m., 96.9 FM, AM 700, and streaming online at conservativetalkabq.com. If you want to send us your questions and comments, you can email us at Becca. B-E-C-C-A at freedomspeaknm.com. We would love to hear from you. If you want, if you're somebody that thinks you've got some interesting stuff to share and want to be a guest on this show, email us and uh, I'll talk to you. We'll see if we can get you in here. Be great. And uh, if you're watching us live, our phone number to call in is 505-444-5059 to join the conversation. So I was talking about before the break, I was talking about this Ben and Jerry's thing, and it's so funny. I I mentioned this thing about Ben and Jerry's. They should start with themselves. They should close down their business. They should turn over their land to whatever indigenous person they think should have it. And an interesting article popped up, I kid you not, a couple days after I said that on Newsweek, in which an indigenous chief wants to take back Ben and Jerry's HQ built on stolen land. An indigenous tribe descended from the Native American nation that originally controlled the land in Vermont the Ben and Jerry's headquarters is located on would be interested in taking it back, its chief has said, after the company publicly called for stolen lands to be returned. Ha ha. So there you go, (laughs) Ben and Jerry's. I say you do that. You did. You did call for it. I wonder if they could win a court, a case in court. I wonder if this chief could take them to court and say, "Hey, this is what they said. Shouldn't they have to abide by that?" They didn't mean what they said. Remember, they said it, right. but they didn't mean it. Uh, yeah. What do you think, there, Lucas? Yeah. I mean, you get you, 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 you got a look on your face. Let's no, talk. There, there was this term that was used before about giving and then taking things back. That it was uh, that yeah. involves the word Indian. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's like Ben and Jerry just put themselves in one of they these. They just made of- themselves one of those. Yeah. Yes. I, I never thought about that. That's really good, Lucas. That's terrible. I know. So that's, that's what they are right now, right? They, I mean, they made the statement. They should stand by it. They are certainly what they spoke. Time to close down that corporate headquarters. And if the chief wants to bulldoze that building down and make it make it back the way it was... When it was indigenous land, I think they should do that. Make it, put the cows back on it to graze. Put the cows on it, whatever they want to do with it. Absolutely. So it says here, Don Stevens, that's the chief's name, of the Nolhagen Band of the Kusuk, I hope I say this right, I'm terrible at this stuff, Kusuk Abenaki Nation, one of four descended from the Abenaki that are recognized in Vermont, told Newsweek it was always interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands, but that the company had yet to approach them. What's wrong, Ben and Jerry's? Why aren't you approaching this guy? Talk to this guy. Make it right. I think they wanted all the other native lands to be given to other people. All the other native. the land that they own. Oh, that's the way it works. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you pay reparations to all of them. I'm seeing that in California, they want to give the blacks a million dollars for what their great grandfathers went through for slavery and stuff. A million dollars. So where do you go with that? You're going to pay reparations to them, reparations to the Native Americans. Well, what about the Spanish when they came down here and they had to deal with you know the land and they brought a lot of technology with them. You know, mostly industrial, you know, agricultural stuff. But there was a lot of war going down. 
down. We lost a lot of Spanish lives like they lost Native American lives. So where do the reparations come from that? This is kind of like, if I think about it, it's kind of like one of those pyramid schemes I remember yeah. hearing about many, many years ago. It's like, okay, I pay reparations to the people that were before me. They pay reparations to the people before them, and it just goes on down the line. Which, is which that is, how it would work? Which is why I said, is anybody going to the Catholic Church and <laughs> identifying or asking them for the money for reparations because they're the ones who started the whole crusades? Oh, and yeah. where is all this money going to come from? I mean, that's a ton of money they're talking about. It's almost as bad as our deficit. What about all those Japanese uh, that got their stuff taken away from them in World War II? Should we pay res- reparations to them? Well, why not? I had just read an interesting article about that. I thought they actually really? did receive some reparations. Did they? If anybody deserves reparations, they do. I, I think them and there was another group that actually have received reparations from the U.S. government. You know, our listener Mark says that all reparations should be sent to, in cash to him. <laughs> Mark <laughs> Does somebody owe me some reparations for something? Somebody must owe me reparations for something mm. And these people I ident- identify well, that, as cats I had a listener say that they should give them a litter box for Christmas right. And the thing is, is I think if you're identifying that you need reparations You're identifying as a victim A victim some, A victim of some sort And uh, I mean at, at what point do you uh, I don't know it's like, Do you hold other people accountable for your life? It's a good thing to be a victim nowadays. If it pays. It seems like it pays. It, it, it looks like it really does pay to be a victim. <laughs> it's very popular right now. You know, I, I, I remember it used to be that there were people that, what were they called, hypochondriacs, I think, people that wanted to act like they were sick all the time so that they could gain sympathy from others. Right. Yeah, I've actually, I've known people like that. Um, this is like that, only a whole lot worse. It's like, what am I a victim of? It's like, I'm a victim. You owe me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. But I know a lot of people like that already that are victims of whatever they claim they are. And they get SSI, a nice sizable chunk every month. That's like a reparation, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And who pays for that SSI? You are. Oh, oh. <laughs> I I am I am there we go they they there we we go again to the misappropriation of of mm-hmm. taxpayer money. That was mm-hmm. she's she's identified you as a taxpayer directly. Yes yeah. yes I am. <laughs> ah yes I have to pay these reparations every quarter of the month. Yeah mm-hmm. yeah or every quarter rather. Right yeah every quarter yeah, yeah. you, you I, pay reparations for everybody. I pay a significant number of re, uh, reparations. How does it every feel? Quarter. Not really all that great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would think it would make me feel really good, but it really doesn't. It doesn't yeah. give you a, gooey, a good feel-good feeling? Uh, no. Not at all. No. No. <laughs> see, see, I'm a libertarian. I believe taxation's theft, so. I completely agree with you. <laughs> and I also believe it's unconstitutional. It is. Absolutely. You know, if, if you, and I believe in going by the strictest interpretation of the U.S. Constitution, um, there is no place in the Constitution for the federal government to tax you at all. No. There is no purpose. Yeah, those of you that have not read the Constitution, I keep saying all the time it's a short read, read it. There is absolutely no provision in the U.S. Constitution for the federal government to tax you at all. I thought that they were just allowed to tax you during wartime. That's not even in there. No, no. Where did I get that from? No, the way that they, the way that they, uh, is okay for them to get money during wartime is to sell like bonds. war bonds. Bonds. Yeah. Okay, you make the choice to buy the war bonds that the promise that later on down the road they will pay you back the money with interest. That's how the government gets money to supposedly. For that how did that work thing. out? Oh. Uh, well, that's not happening anymore. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. it, it wouldn't be in your best interest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now what they're doing is they're they're taking billions of do- billions of dollars of our taxpayer money and giving it to foreign countries to fight their wars, so that they can fight their wars. Right. And I've I've talked about this thing in Ukraine over and over again. I'm. I, and in this particular I'm vehemently instance, opposed. Yeah, in this instance right here with the Biden giving the billions to Ukraine, I'm very sure he's getting a lot of it back. It's not just Ukraine's well, using it up. The whole FTX scandal kind of highlighted a little bit of that what was going on. 
Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Sam Beckman freed, I guess, got let go. Laundering money through yeah, cryptocurrency, the, so the, basically. The billions of dollars that were uh, laundered through cryptocurrency and millions that were donated to the DNC that actually came out of that. What's going to happen with any of that? I remember, who was it? I, I think it was one of these corrupt Democrat politicians was asked, well, are you going to give that money back that you were given by FTX? Well, it's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Of course not. You know, and there's it's this, other people's money. It's other people's money. Just like it's other people's land, Ben and Jerry, right? It's other people's land. A- and so when it's been identified as not being yours, you are in fact, I guess, a thief. And then you're not giving it back because you know it belongs to somebody else. And that's what you're feeling. Right. And, you're, and you've stated that. And mm. are you going to give it back? Of course not. Of course not. So then what are you? A hypocrite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, these people are all the same. They all do that. They, uh, you know, it's like they're always saying other people should do things. They're always saying that, oh, well, you need to buy an electric car and you need to not uh, be, not have a big carbon footprint and all this nonsense that they say. And you need to eat crickets and you're not supposed to eat cows. And they're flying around in their private jets, living it up on taxpayer money, staying in fancy hotels, buying numerous expensive homes. And in Joe Biden's case, receiving enormous amounts of kickbacks from foreign countries. Mm-hmm. And why do they need and so I, much money? I mean, all the money they have is stolen already. They couldn't spend it in five lifetimes. They can't. So why do they though. need so much money all the time? It's greed. Well, you know, here's the thing that really stumps me about the Hunter Biden thing. Okay. We have all this proof that he was bringing in millions and millions of dollars from... China and Russian oligarchs and and selling these, you know, crappy paintings for like half a million dollars. And yet he can't pay his child support. He's saying, you know, I'm just I'm my finances are are just not very good. My finances have changed. It's like, well, even if they've, they've changed, what happened to the millions of dollars you already got? He's smoking it. I don't know. Snorting it, smoking it. I don't know what he's doing with it. Hiring hookers. All of the above. Getting getting lap, da- lap dances. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I mean, very expensive. He's, you know. he's traveling around with dad in yeah. Air Force One all on our dime, mm-hmm. probably staying in fancy hotels on our taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. What's he spending all the money on? People don't ever ask these questions. You know, if he can't pay his child support, where did all that money go? We know he took it in. Could he be hoarding it for whatever reason? (laughs) (laughs) They have a bunker under the beach house. Maybe it's in some foreign bank account (laughs) under some fake company, shell company name or something. That's probably where it's at. He's probably filling his bunker with tons of meth and stuff. It can be very expensive, (laughs) you know, lots of meth. That's and true. preserving it so it doesn't go bad. Does it That's go bad? True. You know, and he's getting so desperate that now that you know people got to drop off crack for him at a, at a, at a, whatever those things are. Those the things, White House Library, the, the White House <laughs> Library, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm making your delivery here at uh, you know at this location. You can pick it up later. And it's like, oops, I went out of town with mom and dad to Martha's Vineyard, so I couldn't pick up my drop. <laughs> Where do you think that crack came from? I can just imagine. I, you know, I, I find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that a group of investigators in the most sophisticated nation in the planet can't figure out who brought cocaine into one singular building. And it's actually not that big of a building either. Yeah. Nobody's showing us pictures of that. I'd like to see pictures of this supposed so, so we're telling us the most secure nation otherwise. Because they know everything that I'm doing on my cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Patriot gave them all the information that they need to do anything with that, right? But they can't figure out who would have been pinpointed in that library based upon, like, GPS data. None of the sophisticated information and technology that we have would provide them with an answer of maybe who was just in that general vicinity in that building. Well, here's one thing. I, I read an interesting article. I think it was France that's doing this. Um, this is interesting, where they're talking about how now they're justifying that they can 
whenever they want. Of course, it has to be approved by the government. It has to be a legitimate investigation, okay? Kind of like those FISA warrants, you know? But... uh, Oh, one million of them. uh, Yeah, right. In which, and I've been saying this for the longest time, your cell phone, okay, has a camera. Hey there, I know you're watching me. (laughs) And a microphone. Well, it's got one on the front, too. Yeah, it's got one, no matter how you're holding it. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I I have a friend of mine that walks around all the time with his cell phone in his pocket right there, and he's got the camera focused all, all the time. It's like, oh, hey. It's like you're like a cameraman. You're just going around, just just you know, showing them all kinds of video footage. But supposedly these cameras and microphones can easily be hacked on these cell phones. And not only that, but like you mentioned, the geo data on them because all these smartphones they all have GPSs built well, in. Did anybody in them. ever you read the end user data for or end user agreement for Facebook because they have access to all your same information as well because you agree to that when you agreed and Does anybody that. actually read that? You know, I <laughs> I had that conversation did, was it with you. Maybe. It was with you. Have you, you actually read them? Yeah, yes I do. <laughs> did, did I mention to you about the Black Mirror episodes? Do you watch those? No, you had, you had told me that I sh- should You should. Yes. Okay. Black the Black Mirror the latest Black Mirror episodes okay they they talk about this very thing it's like these agreements that nobody reads that are like pages and pages right. of boring legal lawyer mumbo jumbo it's like oh my god this stuff it's like you know I'm gonna be like the guy on airplane where I'm talking to these people and they finally just decide to kill themselves you know that that's that's the way this stuff is but you don't read this stuff and you don't realize how much of your personal stuff you're basically giving them permission to yes um are they are you giving them permission to your to your likeness to your image to your voice are you giving them access to that camera and that microphone <laughs> on your phone and because like in the black mirror episode Un- unknowingly, this woman <laughs> signed over uh, permission to her likeness, and they were making movies about her life and airing them on TV. It's like, I didn't give them permission to that. And her lawyer says, well, yes, you did. It's right here. It's like, well, I didn't read that. Exactly. You didn't read that. Right. You know, just that video I sent you was an example mm-hmm. where they're using Trump's voice, and it sounds exactly like him, sarcasm and all. And they're using Elon Musk's voice and Biden, yeah. and they all total deep fake. And and it's a it's a yeah. TikTok thing, it's and a it's deep fake. yeah, totally fake. But I posted it on my Facebook page, by the way. Freedom, yeah, Freedom <sighs> Speak with Becca Marie. You guys need to look at that. I post some really great stuff on there. The language is not something that I can I can run on the on the radio. <laughs> There's a presidential debate between Trump and Biden, completely done with AI. It's absolutely hilarious. You already saw yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, so we already don't trust the media. We already don't trust the government. I read another article that was kind of interesting where it was talking about how this kind of, there could be like a new kind of deep fake cyber warfare that we may start seeing in which, well, heck, you know. uh, somebody It could be that we've been experiencing this for a while. Well, maybe. You know, I I tend to think that the government has probably had access to much more advanced technology than any have any of us have been allowed to have access to for quite some time. Right. I mean, heck, on my on my late night show, which I want to mention, I want to tell you guys about that if you haven't watched it on Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, called the Continuum. You, I stream it only. It's streaming only. But I was I was talking about on on last week. Just as an example, I don't want to dive into this too deep, but how back in the 1930s, it kind of and there's even photographic evidence of this in which the the Nazis had developed anti gravity technology and had built their own flying saucer that worked. You know, and, and so it just kind of makes you wonder. What's been kept from us, kind of like when Nikola Tesla passed away and they confiscated all his stuff and buried it. And it's like we haven't, you know, are we ever going to know what was what he had? 
probably not. I think, I mean, because you got a government that's in control and wants to be in control and have power and control over its people and have its people in subjugation, right? That's why we pay taxes. Yeah. Um, so how else do you get people to continue paying taxes unless you're providing them protection, right? Which we're, we're now the world police as well, according to NATO. and Pretty much, and yeah. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, it, it's... So if you keep your people ignorant, yeah, ignorant Mm -hmm. of the technologies Mm -hmm. and things like that that are available and you slowly release technology with your cronyistic policies, providing subsidies and everything else so you can get wealthy as you're doing it. Why would they release technology and why would they tell us? You become an enemy of them. Like, And not that I want to see like a conspiracy theorist, but these are the questions I ask myself is like, because this stuff does happen. It does happen. And I was going to refer to that guy in Nevada that bought two homes or something and he was studying the what is it the 40 area 41 area 51 51 51 and he was studying and he was all intense and going up and had all sorts of equipment and they found out about it and they grabbed him and shut him down quick i mean they took all his stuff his computers and yeah, we'll let a chinese spy balloon you know traverse the whole united states before we take it down but there's one guy who wants to know the truth about area 51 and we take well that's down. what i'm saying when they bury everything you're never going to find out they'll make sure nobody ever finds out <laughs> you know this guy yeah since you're talking about the Area 51 guy. Um, this guy, he he simply was curious about what was going on at Area 50. He wasn't trespassing on the property. He wasn't doing anything illegal. He bought a, a home like right outside in this little town that's like right outside the the boundary to Area 51. And he did a lot of sky watching and uh, and took a lot of pictures and did video and and stuff like that. And it's something that he was very curious about. And so. Uh, this article, and it was in the independent.co.uk, and I've got it, it'll be in the show notes. It says, um, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Is it J O E R G? Is that like a Spanish thing? Is like horror, horror? It's not like Jorge. It looks uh, like it's kind of like that. George. But it's not, George, I just call him George. <laughs> George Arnoux's George love of Area 51 saw him move to Nevada, the Nevada desert and build the world's most comprehensive database about the mysterious military base. Ever since his homes were raided by federal agents eight months ago. I mean, they come in there in, in like Gestapo-type raids with, with assault weapons and this commando-type thing where they come in and they stole – they took all his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrorize I, I, them. Yeah. What about the Fourth Amendment? <laughs> <laughs> what Fourth I mean, Amendment? Yeah, what Fourth <laughs> Amendment? We don't believe in that anymore, right? It's outdated. You know, ever since the scandemic, the Fourth Amendment doesn't matter anymore. Mm. What about illegal search and seizure? Mm. What about being able to uh, be secure in your in your papers and your personal property and things like that? What about that? They came in and raided and took his stuff. Took all of his 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 photos and his computers. Do do we believe that the government has been operating under the color of law? Yeah, that's what they say. Actions speak louder than words. Well, you know they <laughs> they come in and they say, "Well, we're from the government and we have a right to do this. We're from the government. We have a right to come into your home whenever we feel like it, and we're from the government. We have the right to just come in and confiscate your stuff whenever we feel like this it." This is the same administration that has lost numerous Supreme Court cases against their judgment and decisions. You know, like student loan debt, like uh, mandates. So it's the same administration. Is the term mandate a misogynist term? <laughs> I like dates. Shouldn't it be? <laughs> you just like dates. Shouldn't it, shouldn't it be a gender Dangerous. neutral term? Shouldn't we come up with another name other than mandate? Don't we have enough? I mean, come on. Since yeah. we're talking about, you know, pronouns here. Right. Let's get started on this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my. So it says here, let's see, uh, he's been trying to figure out why St. Louis Committee discusses reparations for 1917 massacres of black residents. Witness, oh, oh, I think that was something else. I think I got that in there, too. (laughs) You got sidetracked. I I, I totally did. Anyway. Well, you were talking about George's uh, stuff getting taken. George's stuff got taken. His Fourth Amendment right. Yeah, trampled. Illegal seizures are illegal 
illegal se- search and ooh. search and seizure. Search and seizure. <laughs> yeah, there's a word I'm trying to think of that sounds kind of like that. That Szechuan yeah. is like it's that. Yeah, how do you say that? Worcestershire. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's the Fourth Amendment, and it's we. It's they took it because he had data. Yeah. He had so data. He had knowledge. So it, 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 the thing is, is like, had he done any disinformation, I guess it would be the question. Or uh, is disinformation a thing? Because, I mean, there's even... Disinformation. Recent, yeah, they've made, that, that they made people court, believe it's a thing. It was even in a recent court case where it said the Biden administration had uh, violated people's First Amendment rights. So at, at, at what point do we say, well, maybe we have an administration that's gone rogue and not operating under the color of law? Wow, you think? Mm-hmm. And when can you say enough is enough, you know? When do you get to say that? And I say enough is enough. Right I've been now. saying I, it. I, I do not tapped out. It's uh, yeah, I really tapped out as a business. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like you pay taxes to who? What what government represents me right now? Because yeah. I can tell you, this U.S. government doesn't represent me right now as a U.S. taxpayer. You know, oh, you know that. Oh, that reminds me of a really great Jim Jordan. <clears throat> I've got to talk about this. This is really great. Especially since we're talking about Area 51 and aliens and all that kind of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was watching Jim Jordan this morning uh, grilling the FTC chair. Okay. I want to play a little bit of this this shakedown he's doing on this lady. And and totally, she she totally has it coming. Um, Let's see here. Let me bring that up real quick. And. Okay. Okay. This is good. You got to see this here. Okay, here we go. Jim Jordan. As you might know. Madam Chair, why, um, why are you harassing Twitter? Uh, Congressman, thanks for the question. As you might know, the... Those of you that are watching, notice the lady's back name. Decade, back in 2009. I'm not talking about a decade. I'm talking about now. Back 12 in- demand letters in 10 weeks, 300, over 350 separate request you've demanded of Twitter? Why are you harassing them? Twitter has a history of lax security and privacy policies. <laughs> you've asked for every single communication relating to Elon Musk, not communications. Okay, let's hold that because we're coming up on the break. <laughs> this is this is good. Trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. Okay, so <clears throat> have the final segment coming up. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Still have a lot of great material. I want to finish this. It's really good. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. 
My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast in Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is Freedom Speak, final segment. We've been having a good time in here today, haven't we? This is fun. <laughs> what about you, Lucas? You having a good time? Is this what everything you had hoped for? <laughs> you got to get close to that mic there, Lucas. <laughs> I, I, a great time and more. Thank you. Thank I you. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. I love doing this. I've really found my calling. You know, we were talking about how you were utilizing your your talents uh, to I discovered I didn't even realize what a gift of gab I had until a couple of years ago right. I, I'm really thankful that somebody discovered that and I got started in this I, I must say that yeah yeah it's being able to tell your story and get your message across in a clearer and you know I guess in I'm going to say something with somewhat intelligent manner, but yeah, yeah. It just, it just in a clear manner that people understand and having fun while you're doing it is exactly. what's important. So. You know, one thing I've always been good at throughout my life is, is teaching other people through analogies. I love analogies. And, and it's like, you know, I, I look at something that you're familiar with and I compare something that you're not familiar with with something that you are familiar with. And it just makes it easier to understand. It's like parables of the Bible. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, yes, imagine that. Right. Anyway, so I want to remind you guys that uh, we're streaming. If you're watching us live on Friday, we're streaming live on Twitter, Rumble, and Facebook. And I am monitoring all of the uh, – this is one of our recent upgrades we did to the station. I'm monitoring all the uh, messaging on all of those apps. So when you when you send in a – when you put a, put a message in on those platforms, I see them. 
and and I include you in the conversation. And if you want to call in, 505-444-5059 is the number, and that's also streaming on the screen if you're watching the video. Um, questions and comments, send them to Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. So... Oh, we're going to wrap up this final segment here. I got some good stuff to talk about. I want to get back into that Jim Jordan thing that I was playing before the break. And then I've got, yeah, I want to make some comments about this. I mean, Jim Jordan, when you talk about patriots, I'm going to add him to my list of people that I consider to be a patriot. This guy is fighting hard. He is going above and beyond doing his job. And, and I, I think he's, he's calling these people on the carpet for their corrupt activity and all of this stuff that went on with the censorship and the, and the disinformation crap and, and the attempt by the Biden administration to institute this, this disinformation government's board, the Ministry of Truth is what I call it, um, is completely unconstitutional and un-American. Right. And Jim Jordan is fighting back against this stuff. So I want to continue with this cut that I've got here. Let's see there, and let's see, bring the, got a lot of things to do here to do this stuff. Okay, okay, here we go. That he just sent to someone or some or communications he received, but anytime he's mentioned, that, that actually seems more, actually more than harassment, that seems like almost an obsession. Why, why, the, why, why such an intense focus? So Congressman, again, it was found that Twitter's lax privacy policies allowed unauthorized users to co-opt Twitter accounts including that of Fox News. Subsequently, Twitter voluntarily entered into a consent order with the FTC. Here's, here's what you wrote in December, found- Madam Chair. Here's what you wrote in December. Identify all journalists and other members of the media to whom Twitter has granted access since Musk bought the company. You want to know the name of every journalist a private company Sounds like a violation of Fourth Amendment, don't you think? Think that's consistent with the First Amendment? And the First Amendment. As a former journalist, I take extremely seriously the valuable work that they do and understand that there can be instances in which government action is unjustifiably Particularly, Madam Chair, if I could, if I could just interject, particularly in the context here. I mean, it's bad enough if you got government asking a private company about who are the journalists you're talking to. You name four of them and say, we want the other names of any journalists you may, in fact, be communicating with. That's bad enough. And I think a threat to the First Amendment freedom of the press. But in the context of giving us information about how government had suppressed speech on these platforms, that's the context you're asking for. I think that's particularly troubling. Way to go, Jim Jordan. Congressman, the consent decree that we have prohibits Twitter from sharing personal information with third parties. When we read in the papers, like everybody else, that Twitter may have granted access to third parties, that's what our teams were seeking information about. So they read stuff she they read stuff in the paper and that for them is justification to come in and raid all the pers- uh, all the information in Twitter to investigate Elon Musk to expose the names of all of these uh, these news reporters right to me she seems like the government has an expectations of regulating Twitter yeah so i'm like I, we we just talked about the lawsuit that Joe Biden had lost even his appeal that he had lost for the free speech and regulating these mm-hmm. um, social media. Yeah, it's obvious, clear that this administration had control over social media. They they've totally lo- did. They've lost control of social media, and now they're really upset and about that. Now they're mad. They're mad. It's like, oh, I want my social media back. They're really throwing a temper tantrum now. This is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. You know, it's like, and it's like, um, yeah, we read the Twitter files. I talked about the Twitter files a number of times. It's like this was going on. They were actually going in and they were controlling social media. They were strong arming them. They were threatening them. It's like, unless you do what you are told, we're going to make sure that your advertising dollars go away. That's essentially what was going on. Right? So the con is con. I guess, con, that's her name. She is a con. 
You're not a Star Trek fan, are you? No, I'm not. Oh. They hate you know, control, a, don't they? A guy named Luke who grew up in the 80s. What do you think? <laughs> you think well, I grew up in the fan? 80s, too. <laughs> no, but I'm named Luke. Luke. It was Use terrible. the force, Luke. It was terrible. I didn't, I'm not a fan of sci-fi by any So you got teased about your name a lot, huh? A lot. Luke. Did yeah. you ever get told, you, Luke, use the force? No, I'm your father. I'm yeah. your father, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I couldn't help but to notice this lady's name. And it's so great. It's such a perfect name for a villain. You know, right? Okay. For those of you that are Star Trek fans, you will really, really appreciate this particular clip that I'm going to run right now. You're going to love it. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. Sorry, it's a little slow. I shall leave you as you left me, as you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive. could not resist that i'm sorry i hope that was the walk-up move music they had playing like when she was walking into this it should have been <laughs> the house should have been. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch star trek the wrath of khan one of the best star trek movies I, wrath ever of khan, i didn't know oh my god you're kidding me I you didn't. have to watch that one tonight the wrath of khan the wrath of khan that's star trek 2 was she was she in there She should have been. (laughs) Yeah, Um, she should have at the very least been a henchman of Khan. You know, was walking Mm -hmm. in the center of the earth. (laughs) Yeah, buried alive, buried alive. Scary. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I saw the name and I couldn't resist that. I had to jump on that. (laughs) Those of you that are Star Trek fans out there, I'm sure you're rolling on the floor laughing. Khan also the name of the villainous tiger in the Jungle Book. Is it? Isn't it Shere Khan? It's the name of a hot dog, too, isn't it? Khan's. I don't know. It's one of those predatory lending stores that sell furniture, too. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of of fitting, isn't it? It is. I think she's got a fitting name. You want to get into some of the other stuff I have here? Okay. I want want to get into the target getting the warning from, uh, who is it, uh, Attorney General, who was it? And the, they got the warning about selling all the... Stella's favorite obscene news post. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got a warning about selling the obscene pride and satanic merchandise. and Because it, it violates the state child protection laws, you know. And so, like, a, lo- a lot of other states went in there also. Like, they had uh, Indiana, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, Idaho, Mississippi, and South Carolina. So, they're all fighting Target and saying, quit you know, violating the Child Protection Act. You know, I remember years ago when uh, there was the shootings going on in the post offices and we called it going postal. I think there should be a new term now about going, going Bud Light. Bud Lighted. <laughs> You've been Bud Lighted. You know, we got the, we got the, uh, let's see, we got Target. Mm-hmm. Who, el- who else was doing it? Um, the baseball. National Baseball mm-hmm. Well, and even Garth Brooks got... Garth Brooks. Oh, you know, guy, oh yeah, yeah, they're coming down on Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. And, and he called basically people that were speaking out against us, he, he called them a-holes, he which was probably a real mistake, I'm thinking. He really offended some people when he did that. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> well, he's calling all of us a-holes. You know? Yeah. It's like, you know, yes, I'm going to have every kind of beer in my in my bar, <laughs> and nobody's coming to his bar now. Yeah. And I, I used to like the guy. It's like, maybe he just slipped up and said something stupid. It was a really dumb thing to do. He probably could have said it a different way. He probably could have came out and said, well, you know, uh, I realize the situation, but I'm going to offer all brands of beer, whatever you want a beer and drink in my bar. You can't. That would have been okay. Nobody would have been offended by that. But by calling people that have an issue with the whole Bud Light thing, an a-hole, he really went over the line there. Dude, he had to cancel all his concerts in Las Vegas and everything because nobody yeah. showed up. The guy destroyed his career. Yeah, they all <laughs> like, For crying out loud, dude. Mm-hmm. 
I thought he had friends in low places. You go woke, you go broke. I don't know. Those people in low places are starting to walk away. <laughs> you think? <sighs> I wanted to talk about this 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 crazy activism activism act, no, that's the game company. Activism. Act, did I say it right? Activism, yes. You've got certain radical elements in all groups out there, just like we talked about earlier. Right. About how, yeah, you got some white people that are that are scumbag racist idiots. Right. Um, does that mean we have like this enormous white supremacist organization? I don't think so. I mean, I did a search for it. It's like if you want to join a white supremacist organization, they're just not doing a very good job of advertising, apparently. I mean, it's just the back to the other story with Garth Brooks. I mean, yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, you, I'm sure he wasn't calling everybody a-holes, but there's... there's but certain... everybody took it that way. Right. So, and that's the thing, is messaging, right? Yes. <laughs> so if, if you're, you know, kindly crafting your message and paying attention to the words that you say, then you're less likely to hurt somebody else's feelings. Yes. And, and not to say just... People People are, sen- people are sensitive nowadays. And it's not just feelings. Well, words have meanings. They do have meanings. Yes, they do. So, they and do. Uh, it's actually, you know. And you can't always fall back on that. I, I don't meant, I didn't mean what I said. Right. You know, you can't fall back on that. It's, right. They already heard it. <laughs> just, too late. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, actually, actually, uh, Michael, he made, he said he calls it going Mulvaney. That could work. <laughs> That's much, that's fits. In, that's a one word that works much better. Right. I, I like that much better. Yeah. You've been Mulvaneyed. <laughs> Garth Brooks has been Mulvaneyed. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So anyway, so you've got these radicals within the trans gay community, in which they're out and they're doing things that are just really outrageous, and you know. I, I just want to play this clip. Um, I'll, I'll, if you guys are watching too, I'll, I'll play the video too because, yeah, this person is really something. Um, and I have a feeling that uh, Lucas has a few things to say about this one. Okay, <laughs> let's see. Here we go. We were talking about this one on the break. Okay. Okay. Check out. Check out this person here. Okay. I gotta hold on. I gotta unmute the. Okay, here we go. The first trans woman to have a successful uterus transplant, ovaries and eggs included. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. Oh, you're such a virtuous person. I will let a doctor who has successfully transplanted a uterine complex before cut the organs out of a willing, healthy, transmasculine donor, place them in my body, I will devote myself, heart and soul, to their aftercare. I will have as much gay sex as it takes, with as many trans women as it takes, and let the transphobes and homophobes scratch their heads, wondering what to make of it. And I want to be the first trans woman to have an abortion. I wet, I bet that his woman. mother is so proud of him, don't you think? I think she hung herself after that. <laughs> like the people sitting in an in, in airplane where the guy's talking to him. You know, yeah. yeah. What were you going to say about that, Lucas? <laughs> he got his own. You know, that's kind of like layer after layer of, of madness. That's just, that's just crazy. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just thinking of... There uh, are no words. <laughs> I, no, I'm trying to frame He's it. speechless. I'm trying to frame it in a, in a manner that's... Uh, so, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the GLSEN community is trying to be inclusive now. Now, what does that stand for? G- GL. Uh, it's Gay, yeah. Lesbian, Straight. Straight. Oh. Education Network. But they involve the straight now because they have to be inclusive. Well, why don't we just say everybody? Why uh, might be easier? Or society. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, I think the uh, the gentleman, you know, that you just played his 
obviously very extreme in his views, and it's very terrible that he's made his sexual whatever his identity depravity. And so, when you you're talking about, I'm not identified as a male or female. I'm or whatever. I'm this. This you've taken your identity and you are, and then you're now your body as well. And at what point do you say this isn't normal behavior? And maybe we should be talking and actually having conversations. And why do you feel the way you do? And why do you feel that you need to be a martyr for a cause that? Isn't I mean it seems like that's his goal. Well, is he, to be a martyr. He right. wants to be the first trans man or trans woman, whatever he had said or he or she had yeah. said. And um, so extreme, they, whatever they said. Yeah, um, it it is. It's very extreme. You're talking about mutilating somebody else to take their organs, Yikes. so you could have organs. Mm-hmm. So then you could have as much fornication as they wanted to. That's right. Is what he's. I mean, right. As uh, and then I'm going to probably be the first uh, trans person <laughs> to become pregnant, and then I'm going to abort right. that baby. What a goal! It, it, right, right. I, I mean, I really I feel sorry for that's this just the depth of depravity there. I think it, it is. I mean, and I mean, obviously, I mean. <sighs> <laughs> the identity and choosing the identity that they choose because you can be anything we've learned from anything from this administration is you can be anything you want to be in life right you can they literally have crossed that line now you can be anything right you can be a cat you can be whatever you want to be. So, so when I was growing up, you know, it was like, hey, people wanted to be a fireman, and I, I mean, I'm going to say the young men's stuff because sure, I yeah, was, uh, astronaut, you know, I wanted to be a fireman, president. Really, you wanted to be a fireman, yes, a fire person? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, I better say that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be a misogynist, no. Stella. Okay, okay. So yeah, I just I find it really hard. Uh, I mean, it's. It's happening, but it's a mental illness. I mean, I see it as a mental illness. That person is extremely mental ill on yeah. multiple levels. I mean, that is not how normal people talk. No. That is not a normal conversation that people would have openly. Um, you that, feel- don't you think that that demonstrates, like, enormous level of just hatred? Mm, no, I think he needs Thorazine really, really bad. Yeah. And the Thorazine knocks you out and well, doesn't I mean, let you think. The he thing is, just, I mean, if it really needs that much attention... You know, uh, just may- maybe a hug or two from the people that are maybe, around him. Maybe maybe he hasn't something. got enough hugs in life. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. Because who would want to put their body through all that torture to you know get, get you know insides of a female just to conceive and then? Well, you get your name in the history books. <sighs> That's right. I'm not only the first trans to have uh, received a successful uh, transplant. But I'm the first one to conceive a child and the first one to abort that child. So I guess this it's is like, where, wow. I really haven't liked competition my whole life. Yeah. Because the only person I like competing against is myself. I like golf. Yeah. I like bowling. Because those are sports that oh, I, I do too. I'm in competition for myself, not to score my score to beat my kids and their score, but to know to do better than I had the previous time I did. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I take my life is I want to do better than I did yesterday. And some of these people, I think, are stuck on issues that maybe happened to them a while ago, and they're not quite moved on yet to that point where they want to enhance themselves and do better, but they're actually doing worse because they're I mean, they're not accepting themselves who they are for their authentic selves. They're wanting to manipulate and do changes to themselves and be the person they're not because they didn't really accept the person they ever were. He needs yeah. he needs a lot of attention or something. Yeah, you, know, like, you think? Oh, God. That's probably some serious desperate for attention stuff mm-hmm. going on there. I, I don't think I could ever do anything. You know, like and that. if you're somebody like him, you have to be affirmed. But if you believe in working out and getting in shape, you're a white supremacist. Just accept it. Just say okay. I'm a- <laughs> really messed up stuff. We are really messed up in this country, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. The thing is, is I reject all labels people put on me. It's because yeah. you don't know me. 
Yeah. Once you get to know me, then you can bro me, right? But other than that, you don't know me. So know don't. you, then bro you. I like that. I've never heard that term before. Once you know me, then you can bro me. Yeah. I like that. But don't call yeah. me bro otherwise, because you don't know me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes uh, people get brave, like Kamala Harris went to, was it Africa, with $60 million to tell them that you need gender affirming and, you know, all this stuff. And they told her, get out of here, you Americans. It's warped, and I'll eat up. Take your money with you and go away. Tell us that you came to help feed the hungry, you know, medication, something, but to do a transgender, you know, yeah. ideology to us. Go away. Don't go away, Matt. Just go away. Just go away. Yeah. You know, there was also this uh, thing, you know, actually, I'm going to be doing a, a series with Corrine Rios here starting next week. And we're going to be talking about preparing parents for school to teach them how to protect their children while they are in public school and what to watch out for. I mean, there's this... It's a dangerous place to send your kid to public school now. I mean, their level really messed them up in the head, like this person that we just saw. Mm-hmm. This is a seriously messed up, disturbed person. So you've got these radicals out there chanting in this parade, and you've got a bunch of these people that are uh, half-naked, some of them dressed like clowns, and they're out there chanting something that should be fighting words to a lot of parents. And I want to play, for those of you that haven't seen this, I want to show have, this to and you. And you have children, you need to pay attention. You need to watch this. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's see. So, can you believe that? Well, you've got one guy who's saying he's want to have, uh, wants to get pregnant just so he can have an abortion. Why doesn't he just have the kids so the queer people could have kids? If that's the, if we have technology and the medical know how know how to to make it happen, Cap, and then then get after it. Have your kid and love your kid. Mm-hmm. Not kill him right away. <laughs> so, and and I guess maybe that's where I should be at is like, you know, what, if that's the reason why in your motivation is because you yourself want to produce and have a child and love it, then by all means, get after it. Yeah. If it's about love and your motivation is love, then yes, by all means, do what you want to do and do what you love. Yeah. But when you start saying that it's to harm another living creature then I think your motivation is skewed. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Here's the thing. And, you know, this is a radical bunch of people. Now, I've known a lot of people in the gay community, and they are kind, loving people. They're not like these people. Right. They're not out on the streets mm-hmm. chanting awful stuff like this, no, which not. should terrify parents out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you stay away from my child. Right. These people are a bunch of child predators, in my opinion. Okay? These are awful people. And they're telling you that they're coming for your children. They're well, telling you. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, is, you look at back at the screen, though, and who was in the video, there was a bunch of younger people in there, and yeah. they're just going along with it, because mm-hmm. they just want to feel like they're included in a group and an organization. Yeah. And so that's what's really sad. And is it's not the fact that that's the message from all those people, and that's probably not the desire for all those people, but just a few extreme radicals like you admit. <clears throat> so the point I would like to finish this show off with, because we're at the end of the show, is that don't let radical people like this make you as conservatives and those of us out there that are fighting for what is right demonize an entire group. Right. Um, Judge each person on their individual face value, on the value of their character. Content of their character. It's very, very important. But keep your kids close to you. (laughs) That's right. Don't trust anybody. I had a whole other thing I wanted to do, but I'm completely out of time, so maybe I'll cover it next week or something. I got a lot of material here that I didn't cover. Wow, I got pages. Pages of stuff. Anyway, I'll cover that next week. So send us your questions and comments. To Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. We'd love to hear from you. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of all the shows. Check out the resources I have on there. Watch our live stream on Facebook uh, and Twitter and Rumble every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to noon. If not, then check out our 
replay on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM, AM 700, streaming online, conservativetalkabq.com, every Saturday afternoon, 1 to 4 p.m. You can also download the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Like, follow, share, 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 all of our stuff. Also check out my late night show, Saturday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, streaming online. You can get to that from the website. Remember, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided we are weak, together we are strong. It's time for us all to stand up, open our eyes, get out of the matrix, reject division, tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate. Hell no, we won't comply. And what do we say, Stella? We, we are, are the, the resistance. resistance. <laughs> Thank you for watching and Have listening. a great weekend, everybody.